0: Good evening and welcome back to our continued learning of Hilcha Khashaba And Shem, the learning that we have been doing over the past few weeks, and the continued learning should be a schus for Achenu Bnei Yisrael, and should be a schus for all of Kuala Yisrael, specifically those in Eretz Yisrael, to be zeichet to the Yeshua, the Meher of Yemein, and we should all see the coming of Mashiach, which will finally, for once and for all, end the terrible gullas that we're, that we're in now. As we mentioned last week, we're going to continue discussing the Halachas of and Shabbos, lighting candles for Shabbos, and we're going to focus on two specific areas, where and when. The first area we're going to focus on is where. Where is the optimal place for the candles to be placed when lighting them. And the second area we'll discuss is when, when is the optimal time? When is too early? When is too late? When is the best time for one to be able to light the neighbors, the candles for Shabbos? So first, let's begin with where. Where is the best place. We mentioned in an earlier shear that there are three main reasons why we light candles on Shabbos. The first one is covet. Coven means respect, honor. It adds to the ambiance of Shabbos, the ambiance of the meal, the aura of the meal when there are candles lit on the table. The second reason is Einig; It's more pleasure. When a room is well lit, when a person is able to see the food they're eating, the people sitting around the table with them, that adds to the pleasure. It's a basic pleasure to have a room that's well lit. And the third reason is shalom bias, is in order to make sure that one can see his way around the home, the one's able to see the people sitting around them. And it doesn't lead to anger and to fights and to people tripping over things, which is going to take away and diminish the shalom bias, the peace in the home. When it comes to the candles that we light nowadays, we mentioned that the main reason is Kavit Shabbos. The main reason is the aura, the ambiance that's added when a person lights candles and therefore the main place to light the candles nowadays is not in any room but specifically in the room that one is eating the Suda of Shabbos and even more so it should be in close proximity and as we'll see perhaps even on the table that one is eating the Suda Shabbos in order to enhance the Suda by adding to the aura and the ambiance of Shabbos and the Shabbos Suda by having candles lit on the table the light we don't need we have electric lights but to add to the ambiance, to add to the beauty the covet the honor that we give to Shabbos by having candles lit, they should be lit either on the table or at least in close proximity to the table. Lighting them in a room that one will not be using on Shabbos will not allow one to be Yitzah, their mitzvah of Adlachis, Nehru Shabbos, and they cannot make a bracha. They need to be lit in a room that one is going to be using. Nevertheless, as we've mentioned, all the other rooms that one is using need to have some light. It doesn't need to be candles, it can be electric light, but because of the third reason that we mentioned, of Shalom bias, to make sure that one is able to see their way around the home properly, All the rooms need some aspect of light some light so that you can see your way around properly but the candles that are lit the bracha is made specifically by the table by the shabbos table or at least in close proximity now there is a discussion as we mentioned it should it be on the table specifically should it be mamish on the table in order to add to the order, the beauty of the meal by having a candle lit dinner or is it okay even if it's in close proximity some are some are specific some specify that it should be lit on the table Others say as long as it's in close proximity, as long as when you're sitting around the table you can see it, it still will add to the ambience, the beauty of Shabbos. And aside, there are halachic issues with taking the candle st- candlesticks off, taking the, taking the leichter off, or taking the tray off. And therefore, in order to avoid some of those issues, some light in close proximity, but not directly on the table. And either one of those are good. As well, we've mentioned before that banging on the table, while one has candles on the table, specifically oil candles, Maybe be an issue, a halachic issue as well, of extinguishing the light, and therefore, some say the best thing is to leave them off the table, some specifically leave them on the table. Both of those are good proper menhagim, as long as it's in close proximity to the table or on the table itself. Once the candles are lit, they should not be moved at all. Now obviously they're muksa, but even by somebody, even a husband or a child, who has not yet been metabal Shabbos, one should not move the candles, we light them, but we leave them in the place that they are without moving them at all. yantif they could be moved halachically because of muksa. but nevertheless, once the candles are lit, they should remain in the place and therefore make sure that they're lit in the right place and they're lit in a way which is proper, in close proximity or on the table. One more area we need to discuss regarding the placement of the Shabbos candles is what happens when a person is eating out a suda on Friday night or somebody is going to a simcha, and therefore they're being hosted by one family and eating a suda, eating the, eating the simcha, the Friday night suda, they're eating it in a hotel, they're eating it in a, big, in a big simcha hole, they're not eating it in the place that they're sleeping. Where exactly should one be lighting? Should they light it in the place they're sleeping, or perhaps in the place that we're eating? As we mentioned, the optimal place to light it when one's at home is in the place that one's eating, but what about mm-hmm. if I'm eating somewhere else than the place that I'm sleeping? And the truth is that either one of those two options are good. Either one can light it in their home, and we'll just explain exactly how to do that. One can light it in their home at the regular time and then go over to their host and eat the Friday night suda over there, come back to their house and continue eating the rest of the Shabbos, continue the rest of Shabbos at home. Or one can light it at their host, go to their host before the time for Luckas. Neighbors, come to the host and light together with the host. Now, both of those options are good and either one of those are fine. And therefore, if a person sees that they're not gonna make it to their host before the time of Shkir, before the time of Adalakas Nevis, best is to light at home and then go to the host. However, when one lights at home, one needs to be very careful that they actually have benefit from the candles. If you're going to light at home and then immediately leave the candles and go to your host, and by the time you go to, time you come back from your host, from the Friday night suda, the candles are long extinguished, then you never actually gained any benefit from the candles and the bracha would be a bracha levatala. And therefore, it's important to remember that if you're going to light at home and not be eating at home, Or if you're going to be lighting at one host and eating somewhere else, it's important to make sure that somebody, either the husband or the wife, sits down by the candles and actually benefits from the candles. That could either be done at the time of the lighting, or if that's not possible, if you're in a rush, make sure you light long candles or candles that have enough oil that will still be lit when you come home. And that way, when you come home, you can sit down. Best would even be to eat something. So that way that becomes your place of your suda. But even if you don't eat, but at least to sit down and benefit to enjoy the beauty enjoy the light of the candles and that way it would not be a brachal of Atala. And therefore that's option number one is to light in your home or light at the place that you're sleeping. Then make sure that you spend some time in front of the candles and then go to the Suda, eat your Friday night Suda and you can come back home and even if the candles have been extinguished, that would be fine. Or as we said, come back home when the candles are still lit and benefit from them when you're sitting down. That's option number one. Option number one. Option number two is, as we mentioned, go to the host and that's the place that a person's eating and you can light in the place that you're eating and make the bracha over there together with your host. You can add candles to her candles, add your own set of candles over there and you would be able to make a bracha over there even if you're only eating the Friday night suda and you're going to be sleeping at home. However, as we've mentioned many times, it's important to make sure that at home, where you're not gonna be lighting the candles, there's still light in the home. Because as we said, the third reason of why we light candles is because of shalom bias, and therefore it's important to make sure that there will be candles, or at least not candles, there will be electric light lit in the home so that you'll be able to see your way around and make sure that you know how to be able to be able to go around. If one is eating, sleeping in one place and eating somewhere else, eating, for example, in a, in a dining room or in a hotel, it's important that they make sure that you don't light in the hotel lobby and you don't light in the simcha whole lobby. It needs to be lit in a way that it's enhancing the meal. And therefore, if you're going to be lighting by a simcha, Make sure that the candles are lit within close proximity or on the Shabbos table so you're actually enjoying it. It's adding to the aura and the ambiance of Shabbos and not out in the lobby, not somewhere where people will not see it and enjoy it, but rather inside the lobby where the people are eating their meal. The third and final area we're going to discuss tonight is when is the optimal time to light the candles. The Mishibur says, (laughs) L'chatchila, One should make sure that they do not wait until the last moment to light the candles. And there's two very simple reasons for it. First of all, if you wait until the last moment, the last moment may be too late. You may miss the time of shkia, which would not allow you to be able to light the candles anymore, and you would miss lighting Hadlaka neighbors. The second reason is that there are some Rishonim we we'll hold that shkia is actually earlier than the shkia that we keep. And therefore the mishabur says if one is able to do it a half hour, at least a third of an hour before, that would be the most optimal. And the general minig of most people in America is 18 minutes before shkia is the optimal time to do ad lakas neris. That way you're adding in some of the extra shitas of the Rishonim and making sure that you're lighting before what they would consider shkia, even if that's not the way that we actually halachically hold. And as an added benefit, one is making sure when they put an 18 minute buffer zone that they're not gonna run too close to Shia and end up over stepping their boundary and going into the place of Shia. In Yushalayim, the meeting is 40 minutes, some places is 20 minutes, but the generally accepted minute in most of America is 18 minutes and one should live at least 18 minutes before and not after that. However, if one is running past 18 minutes, obviously they have up until shkia to be able to light, but they have to be very careful to make sure that they don't get too close to shkia, so they don't actually overstep the boundary and go into the, into the after the time of shkia, which will lead to a real issue of Chirah Shabbos, the earliest time. That's the optimal time. The earliest time one can light, if one wants to light earlier than 18 minutes before, it's called Plag hamincha. It's an hour and a quarter, not an hour and a quarter of a 60 minute hour, a halachic hour and a quarter before sunset, which this week, for example, in Tom's River is four forty-eight this week in Tom's River. If a woman lit and she realizes she lit even before Plaga Mincha, she wanted to take on Shabbos early and she didn't check the calendar and she didn't realize that the time was actually the time she lit was actually before Plaga Mincha, she is not Yitza, she needs to put out the candles, and she has not it's not considered as if she has accepted Shabbos because the time that she lit them was too early. She should put out the candles and light them again with the bracha after Plaga Mincha. Generally. We assume that if a woman lights candles, whether it's 18 minutes or 40 minutes before, any time after mincha, she is Meqabal Shabbos and no Melacha can be done after. It's an automatic Kabbalah Shabbos. When a woman lights, specifically a man is different. When a woman lights, there's an automatic Kabbalah Shabbos and therefore, she is not allowed to do melacha after. She can't have in mincha after. She can't do anything after once she lights candles. There are scenarios where a woman feels that she needs to do something after. For example, she daven's mincha every day and realizes that she's not going to have enough time to be able to daven mincha before she wants to light 18 minutes before, or she needs to take a taxi to the to the kaisel. And there's Yisrael, something that happens very often. Or other scenarios where she's going out to a host on Friday night. In all of those scenarios, it's best to discuss with the that Those are real reasons. And our proper reasons to actually make a condition in the hadlakas neiros to say that although she's lighting, she is not makabal shabbos. She wants to be a makabal shabbos only after she goes in the car, or after she davenes or after she does that malacha. And the best is to discuss with the rav that is considered to be a real terech, because we only make a condition on the on the hadlakas and the lighting of the candle not to be a makabal shabbos when there's a real need for it. And that's the end. So one should light 18 minutes before earliest is Plaga mincha, and there's an automatic Kabbalah shabbos that happens. At the time of Adlaka. Have a great week, and Amr-Tish Hashem will continue next week with some of the other relevant halakhas for Adlaka's neighbor Shabbos.